everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, everybody. Welcome in Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. I'm Justin Kenner. Hope all of you are having a great week, and we appreciate you tuning in and hanging out with us for another edition of the podcast. Before we get to our guest, I just want to remind you that all podcasts and interviews and guests are brought to you by health and wellness company Zervita, changing lives for the better through nutritional and performance-based products and opportunities. And I'm excited to bring on and have the opportunity right now to bring on our next guest, Will Ryan. He is the new head coach for the Green Bay Phoenix men's basketball team. Coach, welcome in, sir. How are you doing today? Um, doing pretty well. Thanks for having me. This is my uh, my first ever podcast. So, Oh, not I, bad. Not bad. <laughs> I don't know what to expect. <laughs> well, yeah. I make it pretty simple. I just throw you a few yeah. questions and I'll be out of your hair. So, but hey, uh, look, this has been, I mean, for one, congratulations on, on the new job, of course, with the Phoenix. I know a lot of people, everyone's excited to have you on board uh, and excited for the, the future of the program um, under your umbrella. With that being said, let's talk about, you know, the transition from D2 to D1. This is your first head coaching gig at the D1 level. Uh, just talk about how excited you were when you heard that you were going to get the opportunity uh, to move up to the D1 level. Uh, excited is an understatement, I guess you could say, especially mm-hmm. coming back to my home state of Wisconsin. Uh, you know, my in-laws, my wife's from, from right down the road, about a half hour away in Nina, Wisconsin. And then my in-laws live in that area. So just, you know, for my wife and my three sons to be back in the state. Now my, my young sons, they have not lived in the state of Wisconsin, but obviously have visited many times. But to uh, to get back into the state, to be around friends and family, you know, my parents being in Madison a few hours away and all the connections and the networking that that I have, as well as our staff, you know, throughout the state, like, you know, it was it was a dream come true. So I'm, I'm ecstatic to be here. And, uh, you know, we had a we had a little taste of it with our guys this summer, you know, three weeks on the court. And now that now we just actually finished up our first couple workouts uh, this week. So it's great to be back. You take over a program uh, from a basketball standpoint that was one of the highest scoring teams in the country. Um, what is your style that you bring to the table? Obviously, every coach wants to score, so I'm not saying you don't want to score, but how diff- how similar is your coaching philosophy uh, to the previous coach's style? And what are some of the, the thumbprints? What, what are some of the things that you're excited to put your thumbprint on taking over? Well, you know, we do have some talented pieces left mm-hmm. over from uh, from last year's squad. Uh, there's there's five young men that, that that were on the team last year. Three of them got, you know, significant playing time. So um, actually, make that two. But no, they're they're very talented. You know, our, our backcourt. I feel like you know we've got uh, we've got some weapons there. Yes, the previous, you know, the staff, Coach Darner, you know, he, he was more up-tempo. They pushed the pace. You know, am I going to, am I going to, you know, hold them back? No, but we, we'll, we'll look to push when we can. Will we score 80, 81 points a game? That's, that, 
maybe we'll, we'll see how that goes, but no, you know, we we're going to value the basketball. We're going to take really good high percentage shots, whether that's early in the shot clock or later in the shot clock. So be it just as long as they're, they're high percentage. And, you know, we pass the ball, we're going to pass the ball um, till we find that good shot. And like I said, it might be early in the possession, might be later somewhere in between. So that's what, uh, you know, that's what we're trying to uh, harp on right now is, you know, just being patient, taking high percentage uh, shots. And then, you know, the defensive end, you know, we're going to lock in, set our jaw and and play tough nose man-to-man defense and, you know, try to create some offense with our defense. Well, Ryan, Green Bay Phoenix men's basketball coach, good enough to join us on today's edition of Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. Um, coach, it's interesting. And again, you talked about you know transitioning over to taking over the Green Bay Phoenix. You're transitioning and taking over a program during a time that is one of the most difficult times for any coach, the most experienced coach to some of the newer coaches during this pandemic. Um, again, you're super excited to take over, but uh, I mean, I'm sure there's some frustrations along the way of with all the limitations on hand right now. You're not able to just dive in the way I'm sure any new coach would love to do. But what are some of those limitations like and how are you and your staff overcoming some of those hurdles right now? Uh, you know, there's no question there's been limitations. You know, the probably the the biggest uh, issue, the biggest setback is, you know, you take over a, a program. And you haven't, you know, you've had a couple Zoom calls with the guys and some phone calls, but you basically don't know what they look like with these masks on. So when I see guys without their masks on, it I have to, it's like a double take because I'm like, wait a second, is that so and so or so like because you get so used to them with the mask and you don't some of the guys you you never saw with it off until like we you know we're away or we out we're outside I see them somewhere. So that's been the, the the most difficult, you know, transition part is, you know, we, you, when you're coaching, you get to you get to see the facial expressions mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe a look of confusion or maybe somebody's winded, they're tired. But if you can only see the eyes, you know, that that limits you. So, you know, just just getting just getting a good read on them and they're and they're you know, trying to figure out body language and through eye contact, it's hard, you know, especially when I didn't recruit these guys or I haven't coached them yet, but you know, they've, they've bought in. I've been impressed, you know, with the, with the returners along with a, a, a boatload of new guys, they've really bought in and, and they listen well, they work hard. So, I mean, I'm, you know, very fortunate that, uh, that, that, that they are, you know, keeping up and, you know, doing the best they can. You know, I guess kind of, and again, this is a weird question because no one knows what's next, but I guess if you could, with what knowledge you do have, what is next? Well, what is the the future, the immediate future look like as far as time on the floor, when practices start, when an announcement of when the season can officially start as far as practices are concerned? Are, are you guys just in a holding pattern right now? What's your day-to-day like, you, your staff, and of course your players as you sit back and wait while classes are going on? Now, are you re- are you reading my sign above me? <laughs> so my dad, Bo Ryan, had that very sign in his office at at Wisconsin, uh, but it was red and white. And literally a few hours ago, my father in law, who is is artsy and very good with with paint and all that, he pa- he painted what's now green. It was red. Nice. So that's I just put it up. I just put it up there a couple hours ago. 
So my dad always preached, you know, next play, next possession, next defensive stop, you know, next game. Like you can't dwell on, you know, the past. So we're moving on to the next. And so I told him, I said, I'll, I'll put it up there kind of, you know, in your honor. And, uh, you know, we, a lot of the same philosophies and, you know, we believe in that and, uh, you know, trying to, trying to, you know, instill that in our guys is, is what we're doing now. And, you know, we just, just take care of the here and now, and you can't, you can't worry about what's too far, you know, in the future, but just, Hey, next, next stop, next possession, you know, and, and next drill, you know, and just next rep. And so, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. You know, I'm, I'm on these horizon league calls with, with the head coaches every week, a lot of great ideas, you know, are, are being thrown out there, but until it, until something comes to fruition, like, you know, we just don't know, you know, the start date that, that we're planning on is November um, 25th. So, you know, that's, that's kind of how we're planning. We're planning for that, you know, we're, we're just, you know, we have to adjust accordingly. November 25th, you mean as far as practices or uh, when first, the season starts? First contest. First contest, okay. Yeah, uh, now yeah. First, pra- first practices are um, September 29th. Oh, that's 20 days from now. How about that? So it's coming up close, and that's a good thing. Yeah. I guess, you know, in here I host a radio show in Dayton, Ohio, and one thing I always talk about, because, you know, with football kicking off, we just watched college football over the weekend. You know, some of the bigger conferences will begin kicking off later on this week in the ACC and the SEC in the coming weeks as well. My frustration with when I hear about you know, college basketball potentially pushing back the season, whether it's December or January, uh, my frustration is why are we pushing it back? College sports are being played. College sports are being played at the moment. So that's where I'm at mentally. And I know there's so many things going on behind the scenes and there's so many other considerations that are being, you know, or there's so many other factors being considered. Uh, But that's where I'm kind of at with it. I'm hoping the season starts on time, as I'm sure you guys are. But again, there's just so much chatter about how different this upcoming season could look. But as you talked about, what's next is just taking care of what you guys can control. Yeah, that's that's all we can do. You know, take it day by day and you know, it is in every state's different in terms of, you know, their protocols. And so that's, that's a big hurdle with scheduling, you know, and the contact tracing and what it takes to return to play and all, you know, so you're, you all different scenarios, because, you know, if you have somebody who's tested positive, what does that do for your team? You know, like if, if we get into the season and then all of a sudden everybody's got to isolate and quarantine, you know, are there going to be forfeitures of games? Like we, we just, we don't know, you know, and I wish I had the, I wish I had the answer. I wish I had the remedy, but, um, you know, we just got to do what the professionals tell us and, you know, try to keep everybody as healthy as we can and, and you know, just keep grinding away. Earlier today, uh, Jeff Goodman, I saw, I saw a tweet from him that he was talking about, you know, that the ACC is is proposing that every team, 300-plus teams, all make the NCAA tournament. And, and I, I guess my concern on that is, is and look, by the way, I mean, that's great. I mean, Nick and your team, everyone's team automatically already in the tournament. But why? I'm not a fan of those big changes like that because, again, if the season tips off on time, why are we making those kind of proposals to get every team in? When the season, if it tips off on time or relatively soon within a month, 
I don't know why we would be making those types of big changes. I'm curious your thoughts on, you know, coming from a conference that's traditionally a one-bid league, your thoughts on potentially the proposal of every team uh, being automatically put into the NCAA tournament. Yeah, you know, that's that's all news to me. I saw the Goodman tweet literally before I got on with you. Um, mm-hmm. We finished our workout. I scarfed down a little bit of lunch and <laughs> saw that tweet, and I'm like, what is this? So, yeah, I haven't I – haven't, like talk to anybody about it or my athletic director or any of that. I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's all news to me, but you know, there's, there's been the, the conversation of having multiple bubbles, you know, at at various sites and it all sounds great. I don't, I don't know logistically how we can get it done. Uh, You know, hopefully there's somebody who's a lot smarter than I am or us coaches that, uh, I can figure out a way, but you know, I've heard of pay in like you pay X amount of dollars to pay into like a bubble setting where you can get four five, six games, whether that, you know, against some high majors, against some mid majors, it all sounds great. Um, and I hope, I hope, you know, somebody can, can figure out the answer to that. And, uh, cause you know, let's face it. A lot of these, a lot of these low to mid majors, they need, they need these guarantee games. Yeah, And that's what's very concerning is, you know, some people call it a throwaway year, you know, and we're just going to try to play games and whenever we can based on probably location and, and travel distance and all that stuff. But uh, no, I, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. I hope, you know, the goal is to get a conference season in. Yeah. However, that may be, you know, I'd, I'd love to bub- bubble up our conference and for six weeks or so and get it in. But logistically, I just don't know if we can do it. Absolutely. And uh, Coach Will Ryan, new head coach of the Green Bay Phoenix men's basketball team. Coach, I'll let you go with this. You, you talked about your father earlier, Bo Ryan, of course, legendary Hall of Fame coach, you know, with former coach of Wisconsin. Just, you know, thinking back, and, and I grew up watching Big Ten basketball. I mean, I was a big Ohio State fan growing up but because just where we played, we got to play against like David Lighty. We got to play against William Buford and a lot of guys that played on Ohio State. So, I you know, a big Ohio State fan growing up, just being able to play against some of those guys in high school. Um, but obviously watching a lot of Wisconsin games, a big rival of Ohio State during that time. Your dad's one of my favorite all-time coaches growing up. Uh, just what was that like being able to, again, he's your father, but being able to coach with him. I mean, forget the fact that he's your father. What, what are some things that you were able to pick take away from him? What are some of the Bo Ryan thumbprints that might be implemented on the Green Bay Phoenix program that you've just naturally taken from him, working with him, and, and obviously him being your father all these years? Well, you know, growing up in his household, you know, he was he was pretty strict and disciplinarian, <laughs> and, you know, he's always he's always coaching you whether that be on the court or off the court and, you know, in all facets of life. So um, I don't know. I probably do that to my sons as well, but uh, no, just, you know, everybody's not everybody, but a lot of people are trying to reinvent the game and reinvent the wheel. Like just stick into basic fundamentals. I mean, it's huge, you know, as, as players get better, bigger, faster, stronger, a lot of coaches, like they start to get away from the fundamentals. It's just like, all right, if the guy can play, he can play. And they don't work on some of those, you know, little things as they say. So no matter how, you know, good or bad his teams were, you know, in all different stops that he had, 
fundamentals was huge. You know, sharing the basketball, being um, just being sound and, you know, locking in and playing tough, tough defense, boxing out, you know, all those, all those things. Like you, you don't have to be a great player to be able to do those things. You know, it doesn't require a lot of talent. It is a talent, but it doesn't require a ton of athleticism, length, this, that, or whatever, jumping ability to go box out, to dive on the floor, to take care of the basketball, to take good shots. So, you know, we're going to instill all that in our guys. You know, it's it's going to be a process, you know, uh, just like, you know, taking over any team, you know, instilling all that. Um, you know, and his teams, you know, they were just so consistent. You know, I got to play – I won two national championships, you know, back in – at UW-Platteville, and, uh, you know, we had some excellent, excellent teams over the years. And, uh, you know, just nobody, nobody's better than the team. You know, every you're going to treat everybody the same, whether he's your leading scorer all the way down to the 15th, 16th guy on the bench. You know, you don't – because I've played for coaches that guys on scholarship or the top scorers are treated differently than, than, the, than the other guys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got to get everybody on the same page, treat everybody, you know, fairly, you know, not every life's not equal, but if you got to treat everybody fairly and uh, be open and honest, um, it, you know, with everyone and you know, that that's the right way to do things. So, you know, I, I'm going to use that with our guys. We've already started to do that, you know, and, and you know, so everybody's everybody's on um, equal playing field. Um, yeah, I mean, am I going to be identical to my dad? No, probably not. Uh, in this, this day and age, you know, like you gotta, you know, maybe listen to the, to the kids a little bit more and, you know, get their input a little bit, you know, back in the day, it was kind of whatever the coach says I got to do, you know, now, now it's more of, all right, you know, how do we feel after a workout, after we do a lift or, you know, like you, you got to get some feedback from your guys. And if things aren't working, you know, you can got to have, you got to have some wiggle room. So, you know, that's maybe I've changed a little bit that way from, from my dad's thinking, but no, we're going to stick to the basics, stick to the fundamentals and uh, you know, hopefully have a good product to put on the court and, you know, one that uh, fans can be proud of. Absolutely. Well, we're excited. Look, the Horizon League uh, is going to look so different this year, and it has nothing to do with COVID or anything like that. I mean, the new additions, obviously, uh, with Robert Morris and, of course, Purdue-Fort Wayne coming in, a lot of new coaches in the league, including yourself, taking over the Green Bay Phoenix. Regardless of what the surroundings look like as far as when the season starts and whatever bubbles we're playing in, not playing in, conference tournaments, NCAA, whatever all that is, bottom line is the Horizon League. It's going to be an exciting season coming up for both men and women's basketball, and we're excited for that. And we're excited to have you on board. I'm excited to follow your your career with the Phoenix and uh, looking forward to the upcoming season. So, Will Ryan, Green Bay Phoenix men's basketball coach, good enough to be our guest on this week's Reach the Horizon podcast. Thanks so much for your time. Much appreciated. Thanks a lot, Justin. Thanks for having me.